0: Welcome back to the Earn That Body Podcast. This is Kim Eagle, and it is always a pleasure to have you back. Or perhaps if you're a new listener, welcome. The Earn That Body Podcast is here to bring you information on fitness, nutrition, health, and I try to give you a little bit of detail, prep, planning, tips, tricks, things that you can always put into play right away. Now today we are going to be talking about meal plan, prep, and scheduling nutrition for the week so that you can get your diets and nutrition back on track because September is upon us. I can't even believe it's like summer is almost over. Kids are, some kids are already back in school. Some are going back to school soon. And it is a great time of year to sort of dial everything back in. And I I say this all the time, but it's really true for so many of us, especially moms, Um, this time of year is like New Year's, like you're getting ready and you're planning some goals, like, like you're about to have the new year happen, and then you're going to have all your resolutions for your nutrition and your diets, and it's because as summer comes to a close, The vacations are over, the schedule gets back to normal, the families who are visiting you are all back home now, and you're getting back on track to sort of that normal life schedule. And maybe you put on a few pounds in the summertime, you enjoyed those vacations or those mojitos on the weekends, whatever it may be, don't even worry about it. But let's use this time to definitely get our health back on track because not just is it great because we want to look good and fit into the skinny jeans or whatever's in uh, fashion these days, the mom jeans. I, I wouldn't know. I'm not a high fashion person. But it's not about just looking good. It's about being healthy so that you can feel great. And as you age, everything will be easier if you are healthy. But if you continue to see yourself sort of putting on a few pounds this year and a few pounds the year before and a few pounds, and you're seeing this general increase in weight, I want to help you put an end to that now, because as we get older, it only gets harder to take those pounds off. So God bless us all. I mean, COVID was such a tough year and so many people put on weight from that. But as we get back to some normalcy, it is important that we start to take that weight off and dial things back in. Again, just so that you can feel great and be healthy and come back from the doctor with those great reports. Like, to me, there's nothing better than when my clients email me their cholesterol report, which is down since they started the Earn That Body program, or their blood pressure is way down since they started the Earn That Body program. To me, those things are showing that our health is getting better. And that is again, to me, is better than the weight loss. I know so many of you do come to me for the weight loss, but I'm always gonna help you do that in a way that we benefit your health. So this is a great time of year to do it. As I said, it's sort of like New Year's part two, um, and it's good to do this now before the holidays hit. So I thought this was a great topic, meal plan, meal prep, and scheduling for the week so that you can dial things back in. Now, if you're used to meal planning being sort of overwhelming, uh, I'm right there with you. So it's not going to be your typical podcast on how to meal prep because I'm going to tell you what I generally do each and every week, and I do not use my Sunday to make 12 meals and freeze them all. I can tell you right now, that to me is super overwhelming as well. So it's sort of my ways, my tips and tricks that have been working for me for years and years that I want to share with you So that you can start to dial everything in as september hits and you're ready to get back on track so all of that after this and now it's time for the eagle's eye on health these are kim's quick tips latest health news or piece of weekly inspiration in today's eagle eye on health coming to you from idea fitness magazine they are talking about the diet cancer connection So important, again, as we're talking about being healthier, not just losing weight, diet, cancer, all these things come into play with a healthy body. Well, this particular article says that colorectal cancer, and they use say CRC as a little um, acronym, would you say, for that? CRC is the second most common cancer in women and the third most commonly diagnosed cancer among men worldwide it's also one of the deadliest. As with other forms of the disease, the etiology of colorectal cancer is multifactorial, but a handful of recent research reports suggest our dietary habits play a big role. Now a 45 study METS analysis published in JAMA uncovered strong evidence for a lower colorectal cancer risk, with higher intakes of dietary fiber, dietary calcium, and yogurt, and lower intakes of alcohol and red meat. Investigators from the National Cancer Institute in Maryland found that people who consumed more whole grains with the special types of fiber they provide have a lower incidence of colorectal cancer. Using data from the expansive Nurses Health Study 2, a report in the Journal of National Cancer Institute pinpointed the Western diet, typically heavy in meat and processed foods, along with their sugar, fat, and sodium as being a greater risk factor for the early onset of dangerous forms of CRC compared with healthier whole food dietary patterns, including the Mediterranean and DASH diets. Now a review of evidence published in gut suggests that high consumption of red meat and alcohol increases the risk of colorectal cancer. While a lockier intake of magnesium, folate, fiber, fruits, vegetables, and dairy has been linked to a decreased risk. Now, obviously, it seems obvious, right? It's like, of course, like red meat, alcohol, you know, not good for you. And yet, if you think about what happens to so many people is they get stuck in a rut and they start drinking every night and that gets a little out of control or it starts to become that easy habit. Or the red meat starts coming into their diet all the time, several times a week, if not every day. And these are things that we have to think about. We need to get in the right amount of fiber. We need to have fruit and vegetables every single day. Something that I work with my clients on every single week because, again, it's not enough for me for them to lose weight. If they can't do it by increasing their fiber intake and knowing what fiber's um, amount in grams to hit every day, if they don't do it by lowering their sodium intake, and I teach them how much sodium should you get in a day, then they aren't learning. And my biggest goal is to truly educate people how to get healthy. And then when articles like this come along, it just reinforces everything that I'm truly trying to help people understand, that we have to take care of our body in the most balanced healthy way and as consistently as we possibly can. Does it mean you can't have red meat? Absolutely not. But should you limit it? Absolutely yes. Does it mean you can't have a cocktail? Absolutely not. But should you have one every day? Probably not, because it's not just about the weight, it's about what it might be doing to potential risks for cancer. All right, so that's your eagle eye on health today. Now, so many people always ask me, well, how do you keep your your weight in check all the time? Like you generally don't have a lot of weight fluctuations. Well, honestly, it has to do with planning. I plan my meals in a sense ahead of time. I schedule them, I prep them in a sense. So don't feel like, again, I'm not the person who spends all day Sunday making meals. I just don't do that. But there are some things I do And the key for me is truly simplicity for planning my week and getting prepped. And honestly, the weeks that I totally follow these simple steps are my best weeks, not just for nutrition, but I feel like I have so much less stress when I have that plan ahead and when I've prepped for it. Uh, And almost like better overall well-being as well, because let's face it, if you have less stress it's it's a better sense of well-being. And I feel like we start to overlook that as being an important part of life, and yet as I get older, I just want to be happy, be comfortable, you know, embrace feeling amazing and, you know, overall well-being. And so, taking out as much stress as possible is what helps me get there. So, it's kind of amazing that sometimes I think, well, it just taking a few minutes to plan for my week ahead can actually impact the entire week ahead. And, I mean, we all have a few minutes on the weekend that we can put this together. So let's talk about these four steps that, again, this is what I personally do to stay on track, um, prep, plan, schedule, all of that. Let's get started. The first thing I do is on the weekend, and it is generally a Sunday, but honestly, once I did it on a Friday because I just happened to have a little more time, and doing it on a Friday was even better because it was like, my whole weekend was like a sense of relief because I already had the following week all planned. But pick a day, and again, it's generally going to be on your weekend, where you plan for the week ahead. It doesn't have to be an elaborate plan. It doesn't have to be seven dinners that you have to, you know, figure out what you're going to eat. Now, I'm going to break down each meal and tell you how I do it. Now, for me, breakfast. Now, I'm a pretty simple breakfast eater. (laughs) If you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you probably already know what I eat for breakfast. I pretty much eat oatmeal, one egg with an egg white, some spinach mixed in almost every morning. Um, That just works for me. So my breakfast isn't really something I have to plan ahead. But if you have a breakfast that you love, great. If you don't eat breakfast, hello! It's time to eat breakfast, and there is a podcast episode on that. Definitely check it out on the Earn That Body podcast page. Um, Whatever it is that you enjoy eating for breakfast, go ahead and maybe write that down, or if it's your standard, you don't, you know it by heart, you don't even have to write it down. But have maybe one or two breakfasts that you're gonna eat during the week. For lunch, I'm kind of the same. I have a few standard items that I eat. I often have a turkey sandwich on whole grain bread, a tuna fish salad on whole greens um, pretty much once a week. I, I do limit how much tuna fish that I eat. Probably once a week I have an Amy's bean and cheese burrito. If you have my meal plan, you might have been surprised to see that I have an Amy's frozen burrito in there because sometimes we're in a rush and we just need to throw something in, right? So I have about three or four standard lunches that I eat. Do you? If not, maybe start to create those. And I recommend that you make them yourselves. Don't make this breakfast and lunch something that you buy eating out. Don't go to Starbucks for your meal. It's going to be full of calories, full of fat, full of sodium. It's going to cost you too much. Breakfast is such an easy one to make at home. Personally, for lunch, I think the same thing. If you work and you're not at home for lunch... Prep that lunch the night before. It's a great thing and an easy thing to do. Right before bed at night, you can easily put a turkey sandwich together that you can grab or leftover dinner from the night before, all right? So kind of plan your breakfast and your lunches. Again, those tend to be very standard for people. It's the dinners, let's face it, that pretty much get everyone into the overwhelm. It's like you don't have time to cook, maybe, or you don't have time to figure it out, and that's why you're always going in for fast food on the way home from work. Let me tell you this. You gotta eat home more than not if you're trying to be healthy. There's pretty much no food out there, there's no restaurants out there that are generally going to be healthier than the food you can cook at home. I recommend you sit down on your Sunday when you're prepping, piece of paper, write down your couple breakfasts, couple lunches, and at the very least, plan three dinners that you will eat during the week next week. Three. That's not that many, right? Now, if you double your portions of these three, that means you're going to have leftovers. And leftovers can be eaten for dinner the following night or maybe two nights later as well. So if you're someone who's like, I cannot cook every night, hey, I totally get that. Double your portions and have some left that you can have the next night or two nights later. And before you know it, your five days, Monday through Friday are already gonna be set by just planning three dinners, all right? I do like you to have a recipe for dinner. Like a lot of my clients get very hooked on eating the same thing. They'll have like some rice and chicken and broccoli. And I'm like, okay, that's fine once in a while, but try some new foods. There are some basic recipes. Earn That Body has a recipe page on Pinterest. Definitely check that out if you need help. But pick your three dinners Plan them ahead. You're like, you know, what I personally do, I have chicken one night, I have ground turkey one night, I have tofu one night. I try to vary my protein source every single night. And so my dinner recipe will be based on which protein I am picking. So that's the plan. The plan is number one. The plan seems to be the hardest part for some reason, and yet it can literally take you five minutes to plan and simply write those down. Number two, my new favorite thing in the whole world since COVID is ordering my food online. Almost all markets now, almost, have this ability for you to order your food online. So when I make my list of what I'm having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for at least those three nights, I also then make a list of any ingredients that I don't already have that I'm going to need, right? So I take that list and I go online, I personally shop at Whole Foods when I can, and I start inputting everything that I'm going to need for the week ahead. Now, why do I love ordering online so much? You would be amazed how much money I have saved by ordering online versus going into the market. When I go into the market, like the most of us, all of a sudden we look over there and we're like, oh, that looks good. I'll try that. Oh, that looks good. I'll try that. And before you know it, the five things you went in to buy is now, you know, two layers thick on the shopping cart, right? All of a sudden for your five things, you have like 40 things in your basket. Come on, tell me that hasn't happened to you. It happens to me almost every time, right? But when I order online, I'm only ordering what I actually need. I don't look around too much, so it really helps me stay on track. And that order takes me about 5 minutes. A lot of these supermarkets have these wonderful programs now where half of, a, half of it, like, I log in and it tells me what I've ordered before. And it's so easy to just go back and be like, yep, that was the ground turkey that I got. Yep, that was the tofu that I like. And so it makes it really easy. So I plan. And then I order, and I order what am I gonna need for my breakfast, for my lunches, for those three dinners. That was it, just three dinners. What do I need if I already don't have it? Now, I also always make sure I order about four different vegetables and usually two to three different fruits. I'm not saying I only get two to three fruit, (laughs) Um, fruit servings, I guess you could say. I usually get enough where I'm able to have two to, two fruit servings generally a day. So making sure that you have what you need for your meals, but then also making sure that you have vegetables for the week, fruit for the week, and always I, I order those proteins for the week. And that's usually already in my dinners, but I make sure I have chicken, ground turkey, usually some kind of fish each week, and a tofu. So those would be in my order too if I don't have them. Now, of course, we all need some snacks, right? (laughs) I have my clients eating a snack between all of their meals. So you want to make sure you have some healthy snacks. Put that in your order, whatever that's going to be for you. I like snacks that I can also then, when I get at home, sort of prep and, and, and bag like almonds or something like that. So get some healthy snacks and try to avoid snacks that come in a bag like chips. And pretzels and if you're trying to watch your weight and you're trying to be healthy anything that comes in a bag or a box is generally processed and probably doesn't have that much nutrition but do have something that is easy for you to grab for your snacks and then have something also as a healthy sweet treat if you're someone who does like a little something sweet after dinner I mean Who doesn't? Uh, Make sure you have a healthy sweet treat option. Now for me, fruit is my sweet treat option during the week, and I have been on this apple chips kick, which has been awesome all summer. Uh, I got a dehydrator recently, and so I get organic apples each week. That's one of the things in my order, it's a staple. And I make my own apple chips in the dehydrator. So it's such an awesome, sweet, slightly crunchy snack that I have after dinner. Keeps me going all week. I make them on Sundays and I'm good to go. But have something so that you don't grab the cookies or the ice cream that your kids have in the cabinet or in the freezer, right? Have something for you that you have in your order. Now... Um, if you don't have the option (laughs) to order online or say you don't have the option to even plan ahead, you're like, I can't even handle (laughs) planning three dinners. Like that for you is already still overwhelmed. Then I want to break it down to one more level for you. Go into the market on the weekend for the week ahead and do yourself this favor. Get five different fruits, five different vegetables. Get your proteins, your chicken, your turkey, your fish, your tofu, and get those staple breakfast and lunch items that you need. Even just getting those three things in the house means that you could probably still make a lot of meals just throwing them together. You could probably do some kind of ground turkey tacos or something like that if you had the tomatoes and the avocado and you already have the ground turkey. If you have the fruit, the vegetables, the protein, and your staple items, you can still make things work, right? So that's the last resort I'm kind of saying. I still, something to prep and plan and have in your house ahead of time is definitely better than nothing. So those are the things that you want to make sure that you get in your order because first you plan, then you order. And then the third thing you're going to do, you hit that go button, you're going to pick it up later that day, or they're going to deliver it. Then what I like to do is schedule. Now that may sound a little funny. You're like, schedule? Like, what does that mean? Well, sometimes I pick my three or four dinners, and then I forget what exactly I was going to make, right? So if I don't write it down somewhere, then I sort of forget. And I also like to order my food. Each day of the week, like I said, I like to vary my protein. So say on Monday, I do usually a meatless Monday, I do tofu. Then on Tuesday, I usually might do some kind of taco Tuesday with ground turkey. And then on Wednesday, I might go ahead and do a fish. And then on Thursday, I'm going to have the chicken. So I like to just write it down in my, you know, in a calendar, even just on a piece of paper. Monday, I'm eating this. Tuesday, we're having this for dinner. Wednesday, again, to me... The plan, the schedule, having it written out, for some reason, it takes pressure off me. Like, I just find it like my week is planned and it's done and it's one less thing that you have to think about. So scheduling, in my opinion, super simple. Takes me five seconds to literally write down M-O-N for Monday. Um, You know, tofu bowl. That's it. It doesn't have to be anything extreme, but knowing that you have something to follow day by day can really help you if you're a super busy person or you have a job that's, you know, really takes up a lot of your time. That prep, that order, and that schedule will definitely help you. And then the last thing, number four, is the prep. Now, again, I'm not the person who's gonna spend my Sunday cooking five meals and then freezing them. I mean, some of my clients, they do that. They do it with their husband. It's awesome. I commend you. I I love you. Like, that's awesome. If you can do that, I mean, that's the ultimate, I don't have to think about anything all week, (laughs) type of pressure relief, right? But if you're like me, that would be very overwhelming. Like, I don't think I've ever made two meals, two full dinners in a day and froze one because it's just, it's too much for me, right? So what kind of prep do I do on a Sunday? Well, I prep what I can, especially if I know the week ahead is super busy. So often I, I only just like schedule my dinners and have everything ready, and I have time to make it on Monday and on Tuesday and Wednesday. But if I know I have a really busy week ahead, then I might go ahead and throw the chicken in the crock pot on Sunday so that I have shredded chicken in the refrigerator ready to go. Often on Sunday, I'll throw in like 7 or 8 eggs, hard boil them, that takes 10 minutes, and then they're in the fridge ready to go. I can grab them, my husband can grab them, my son can grab them. I love easy pre-prep items. That takes me 10 minutes, I don't have to think about it. And then as I was saying, a lot of my snacks, I like to pre-package. Because as I always told you, you never want to eat out of a bag or or, or out of a box or anything like that. So something as simple as almonds, I'll actually take the bag of almonds on a Sunday and maybe throw like 10 to 12 in little Ziploc bags or little reusable containers, one serving size in a bunch of bags, because sometimes I'm on the run. Have you ever been there? You're on the run. you got to grab something. It is so nice to have, like, five almond bags already packed in my pantry, and I can just grab one with an apple on my way out the door. So prepping as many snacks like that that you can, super ideal, definitely. Sometimes I'll even make quinoa on a Sunday. I'll make, like, a couple servings of that, a couple cups, I should say, um, and put that in the fridge because that's an easy thing that you can grab for lunch, put a protein on it, put it even in a salad. Things like that to me, those are easy to prep. Entire meals, that's overwhelming for me. So that's sort of up to you. I'm just sort of telling you what works for me. Now, one thing that I don't prep that people ask me all the time is I don't wash my fruit or wash and chop up my vegetables so that they are ready to eat. The reason being is because they are going to go bad a lot faster when you do that. Usually they're wet. That moisture can gain some kind of bacteria very quickly. That's when you start to see it sort of rotting or getting mushy. So I actually do not pre-wash or pre-cut any vegetables and fruit. I do that when I actually am about to eat that item. A lot of my vegetables at this point come from my garden as well, so I don't even have to go out and get my kale until right before I use it for dinner that night. So if you don't have a garden, that's a whole other topic. (laughs) If you want to have a garden and you want help with that, let me know, because I'm just all about gardening. Um, So those are the things that I prep, and honestly, it's the plan. The order, order it, or go to the market and get it. The scheduling of it takes five seconds. And those simple prepping items that completely make my week ahead so simple. Now, right now, if you're like, yeah, I wanna do this. I know I have to, and it never worked before, but yeah, I'm gonna do it. But then you go like to sit down and do it on a Sunday and you're like, it's complete overwhelm. I can't do it. I just, I'm stressed. It shouldn't cause you stress to plan your week ahead. So if you already get that complete overwhelm, just start small. If you're someone who's never planned or prepped before, what if you said, okay, I'm going to start with two dinners this week that I'm going to, one, plan ahead, two, order my food for it or pick it up at the market on a Sunday so I have at least those two dinners set, schedule it. Maybe I can prep a couple things for it. Maybe I don't even prep anything for it. I just make it the night that I have it. And again, make that double size portion of those dinners because then you technically have four dinners, not just two. So don't let, don't let it overwhelm you. Start small. And then if you're like, oh, I, I did it. I did my two meals and I made my two meals and that helped. Then the next week, maybe you can do three, right? I literally do about three set dinners Um, I'm very fortunate that when my husband's in town, he cooks a couple of the nights too. So if I do three dinners, he usually cooks at least two dinners or three dinners as well. Um, So that definitely helps. You can encourage your husband uh, or your partner or your husband. If you're a husband listening, you can encourage your wife. Everybody should participate, I believe, in that kitchen dinner, prep, making food, all that, Um, of course, it just depends on your situation. Maybe your partner works full time and brings in all the money and you stay at home to keep the house, you know, going, and that is like the hardest job in the world. So maybe dinners for you is part of what you do for the household. Totally fine. Uh, I'm very fortunate. Like I said, I work very full-time. My husband works very full-time, and I'm just a very 50-50 kind of girl. (laughs) If I cook, you cook. If I work, you work. Uh, If you work, I work, you know, that kind of thing. Works for me. And if you ever want to see my husband's amazing meals, um, follow me on Instagram for sure, Earn That Body, because I usually post what he makes because they're delicious. Now I will say this, a lot of you are always like, oh my God, I want that recipe. Okay. He does not cook healthy (laughs) or I should say he does not cook nearly as healthy as me. So just know if you ever want to eat what he's making for me, it's very high sodium. (laughs) But when someone wants to cook for you, you don't complain, right? So a couple nights a week if my sodium's a little high and I'm not trying to lose weight and my sodium's in check all the rest of the day and whatnot, I'm gonna let it be. I'm not gonna complain if my husband wants to make me dinner. Not to mention, he's a great cook. Okay, and that's it. You've got to sort of just get in that groove where you can plan, order, schedule, and prep. Make it small. Don't make it elaborate. Don't make the whole meal on a Sunday. Do what you can do. Anything that you can do is better than doing nothing, right? One thing I will say, though, like ordering the food all at one time for the week and not having to go back to the market every single day for your meals, which trust me, I've been in those phases of life before. you can do it all in one day and have everything in the house that alone sets you up for success during the week because the reality is if you have healthy food in your house you are more likely to eat healthy food right so go ahead and fill up the fridge fill up the cabinets get the healthy food in and you can rock your september ahead i know you're gonna get back on track if you need to get back on track of course if you need help if you're like look I can do these things, but I still don't understand, like, how much protein to eat and how many carbs am I allowed to eat and should I be having fat and, oh, Kim was saying something about I should know my sodium levels and my fiber. If you feel like you don't know those things, and honestly, why would you know those things unless someone taught you? If your parents didn't teach you that growing up, why would you know it? I had to learn it in, you know, graduate school and through all of my education since in fitness and nutrition, but I didn't know it either at one point. So If you do need help, I can be there for you. I can help you. I am a coach that is like so on top of my clients to hold them accountable. And they either love it or hate it, I feel like, but generally they say, look, the reality is they need that accountability daily because that's pretty much what I provide is daily accountability, daily education. The Earn That Body program is a five-week program. If you haven't taken it already, highly recommend it. It can come with your workouts as well. If you're an athlete, I have private nutrition, which is just the nutrition part because you probably already have a workout plan. And maybe you're already an Earn That Body client. You already did phase one. Maybe you did phase two, but you need to get back on track. I have the Reboot program just for you. So, so many options. Even if you've fallen on track, never be afraid to come back. There is no judgment. We have all fallen off track before. I have some clients who come to me quarterly just because they like the reset. They like to make sure that they stay on track every quarter. There is nothing wrong with that. People go to personal trainers like that at the gym all the time. So I always like to tell my clients, never be afraid to come back. Even if you put on a few pounds, that is no big deal. It is more important to me that we can get you back on track and feeling your best ever. And that's everything for today, team. So if you have any questions, you can always email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. Happy to work with you to figure out what program is best for you. Other than that, the Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and fitness information you can put into play right away.